Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The drought has continued for Kiwi golfers trying to get their hands on the seemingly elusive NZ Golf Open trophy as this year it was a regular competitor, Aussie Brendan Jones, who came home strongest. There were Kiwis chasing hard through with Ben Campbell finishing in second and the last Kiwi to hoist the silverware, Michael Hendry right there in a tie for sixth. This comes hot off the back of claiming his fourth title on the PGA Tour of Australasia and his first in six years, only a couple of weeks ago, winning the Men's Vic Open title by four shots. He's a champion for trying to save my driver also. Mike Key, you doing, brother? How are you, mate? You all good? Oh, good. I'm just trying to relive um, certain shots from the Open. The driver was on, on fine form, I must say. That little tip. What was that tip you gave me? Just that little club head kind of get your hips moving? Uh, it worked wonders. Yeah, it's all about club head, mate. You get the club face square um, and you're good to go. So that's all to do with um, making sure the hips clear out of the way rather than using your hands to try and square the, square the face up there. Oh, mate, it worked wonders. But anyway, I can't hit for show, putt for dough. That is my mantra when it comes to golfing with Dag. But uh, let's talk about your game, mate. Obviously... You started the round with uh, one over, and then you came home. You had a 65, 65, 68, mate. What, what, what clicked after a pretty tough old start? I think, to be honest, mate, on Thursday, I just tried a bit too hard. Um, I had obviously been playing pretty well after coming off a win a couple of weeks prior. Um, I think expectations, you know, really wanted to try and win the event, probably just was was trying a bit too hard and, and didn't sort of allow things to just happen. Uh, and then once I kind of got over myself a little bit, um, halfway through the back nine on Thursday, things started to click back into, into gear. So do, do you do a lot of work on that, Mike Hendrick? I know because in team sport, we can rely on others to, to help us get out of that little moment and, you know, get out of that little situation. But you've only got your, yourself and you maybe got your caddy that's that's happy along the way. So do you do a lot of work on the mental side of the game? Yeah, I do. Um, got a couple of guys I do mental work with. So um, they're obviously really helpful just to bounce ideas off. But I think um, just experiencing it before. Um, golf, you know, in a lot of ways, you've got such a long career in golf, you can, you can apply these sort of learnings. Um, for long periods of time, whereas maybe in a shorter career, it's harder to sort of gain the experience over time. So, you know, I've had this situation happen a few times before where I'm just trying a bit too hard. And it can be hard to pull yourself back and, and get yourself back into a zone where you're, you know, you're more sort of just focused on 
on the process rather than the outcome. Um, but that's that's pretty much all it comes down to, trying to get focus back on, on how to do things rather than what's happening in terms of the score. Me, the golfers comes down to fine margins, you know, like a little centimetre here or there of, of making a putt, missing a putt, or missing the green. So those fine margins, they make a hell of a lot of difference when it comes to the game of golf. For you, trying to... Is there any of those margins that you're really trying to execute? Like you've started the season, you've had five straight cuts, so you've made the cut in every event, you've had a win, you've had a tied six, so you, your form is there or thereabouts, so your confidence. Is it, what, what are you trying to work on, those fine margins? Well, I think over a period of time, particularly when you're playing well, what you find is there's these little thoughts that you can rely on and you gain com- confidence in, in each and every part of your game. So... There's, uh, at the moment, I've just got a couple of, of little things that I'm working on and, and um, will practice hard in my full swing. Um, I've got a couple yeah. of little keys that I'm, I'm working on in my short game and the same in my putting. So when you play well, it seems easy to find those, it seems easy to find those keys. But um, when you're playing poorly, it, it, you, know, you, you seem to be searching all the time for those little process things that you're working on to try and allow you to, to play the game you want to play. Yeah, I was just pointing at myself. I'm constantly searching for something in my golf game, so I'm just struggling. It's a hell of a frustrating <laughs> the game. Ball, you it's bloody frustrating. The most frustrating game I've ever played, but I absolutely love it. Just takes out one shot. Let's talk about this event. Like, why is it so hard? For, like, you're our last Kiwi to win the event, and that was 2017. Like, what? Why is it so hard for us Kiwis to get back in the winner's circle at our own event? I'm I'm sick of these bloody Aussies winning it. <laughs> it just comes <laughs> down to strength of field, mate. These guys are so good, right? Like, it's not that they're any better than us. It's just strength of numbers, yeah. right? So, being a small country, we've got some really great players and you've just got to look at the field without... Um, obviously, Foxy wasn't there last week, but um, yeah. all the rest of the best were there. Um, Steve Alker, Dan Hillier... Benny Campbell, you know, we've got plenty of really good players, but, you know, you can you can triple that number or even quadruple that m- number from Australia who play at the same level. And then you've got the guys coming down from Japan who, you know, no one knows about down here, but I play with them all the time and these guys are superstars. And then you've got the guys coming over from the Asian tour. Just um, this year's strength of field makes it really difficult for, for anyone to win, let alone a New Zealander. So um, it's just tough, mate. Winning golf tournaments is really hard, and until until you figure out how to do it, you don't realise actually how hard it is. Hey, Mike, you've had a, a wonderful career, as you point out, um, over a long period of time now. Because, and as you said, you've been able to develop and add things to your game over a long period of time. If you think about when you started to the situation that New Zealand golf or, or the sport in this country finds itself in now, I assume that. It's a lot different, um, A, from accessibility and, and B, from, I guess, performance. We're kind of in this bit of a golden era. Do you think we're doing enough to capitalise on that, to make it easier for the next Michael Hendries and Steve Alkers when they do come through and show quite a bit of promise that they can kick on? And I'm certain you've probably gone through your um, struggles to get to this point in your career, but are we doing enough to make it easier for the next gen? Um, it's something that they're constantly talking about. I actually had a a good 
conversation to um, a man named Norm Thompson, who's on the board of New Zealand Golf last week, and he he asked that exact question: you know, "What more can we be doing for the young guys to ensure that we have uh, guys coming from the elite amateur game and, and being successful on the professional um, tours around the world?" And it's a, it's a difficult situation. You know, you you test the waters, you make the wrong decision, you go backwards. Um, mm. You know. You know, and everyone, every country's trying their, their different ways of doing things. We obviously don't have a college system over here like they do in America, which is a huge breeding ground for this sort of stuff. So it's hard to um, it's hard to really put your put your finger on exactly what needs to be done. But they're always investigating it. And um, you know, from when I was a younger man, and I didn't uh, play a lot of amateur golf, so I did, wasn't part of the system. But from what I saw on from the outside, it's changed a lot from the way they they do things back then to what they do now so um, they're always thinking about it and it's constantly on the forefront of their mind so um, you know you just got to try and I suppose it's trial by error in a lot of ways you um, you come up with an idea you give it a run and see whether it works if it does you stick with that and then you come up with another idea on how to um, how to improve another area again it's much like getting better at golf to be perfectly honest mm. well that's that's very hard very hard to get better at golf in my my shoes. But when you talk about evolving, Mike, when you talk about evolving, where would you love to see the New Zealand Premier, uh, Golf Open be? Well, uh, where would you love to see this golf tournament get? It is our premier golf tournament. It is, for me, it is our Masters down under. You absolutely love it. But to, to get better and to evolve, what would you like to see the tournament at? In what terms, mate? In terms of strength of field? In terms of strength of field, would you purse, like in terms of trying to encourage uh, players from up north, would you love to see them link up with a European tour, get status? I know they're part of the Asian tour, I'm thinking. So would they have a link with another tour so it gives you status points? Yeah, obviously at the moment we've got that link, that co-sanctioning is what what they call it, um, with the Asian tour. Um, yep. Which is good, and the Asian tour is growing, which is which is great. So um, guys will get opportunities by playing the New Zealand Open on the Asian tour. Um, but to to be perfectly honest, the only way it's going to end up on one of the major tours, let's say Europe or or even America, is purely prize pool. Um, it's nothing to do with the running of the event or the golf course or anything like that. Um, yeah, I think they do an amazing job down there. It's just. You know, I've played a lot of golf tournaments now, and and it's probably the best yeah. run golf tournament um, I've ever played in, bar the British Open. Um, the British Open is wow. very different in the way it's run. You know, it's just an absolute circus. The size of the thing is just overwhelming. <laughs> so, um, you know, they do such a great job. The golf course is magnificent. The the venue's great. You know, in terms of being in Queenstown, the atmosphere, there's everything is there in place to make this one of the elite events around the world. It's just purely will come down to sponsors and being able to get the price pool up big enough that you can attract mm. one of the major tours to come down and pick it up as a, as a co-sanctioned event. Yeah, that, love it. Love it, Mike. Um, and and what, what's next for you, mate? What have you got coming up in the next couple of weeks, couple of months? Yeah, well, today I'm, uh, I'm off to Golf Harbour to do some practice for the New Zealand PGA, which starts tomorrow. Um, up at Golf yep. Harbour, so it's another Australasian tour event. Um, and then Monday I'll be heading to uh, the New South Wales Open. And then from there I'm heading up to Japan for a few weeks to play some tournaments up there. And then I'll probably be back home middle of April. 
and um, you know from there we'll, we'll just sort of see how the year pans out schedule-wise. I'll probably need to take a bit of time off by then because I'm going to be about oof, 12 out of 14 weeks or something where I've been playing. So um, yeah, probably take awesome. a, a few weeks off and, and reassess the schedule from there. Yeah, it's a big workload. We'll go rattle the cage. You've won the Vic mm. Open. Go take the New South Wales Open. Get some revenge since they keep raiding our tournament, <laughs> Mike. That, that's all yeah, we yeah. Can, can ask. <laughs> hey, uh, now, we have been asking our listeners this very, and it's quite unfair of us, but it's a great prize. We've got a, new, uh, a pair of these new Adidas ZG23 golf shoes to give away this morning. So we're asking our listeners to name the four major winners of the golf <laughs> majors this year. And it would be utterly unfair of us to ask them and not ask you, Mike. So do you have a couple of names right. you throw out of who you think might win the uh, majors this year? I'll follow you year? in, mate. I'll put it on the tab. Let's have a look here. Masters. I think, I think Rory's due for the Masters. <gasps> um, I, think it's, I think it's Rory's year to get the slam. Um, okay. I'd say Ram PGA. Yeah, love it. Yep. Ram British Open. Oh yes, boy. And Ooh. this is a tough one. Declare it. I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. Tiger US Open. <laughs> Tiger <laughs> Tiger Woods, one for the old fellas. Wow, good. <laughs> that is loose. Mate, that'll be, paying, that'll be paying a million bucks for $1 on the TAB. That is a hell of a punt. Oh, there you go. Tiger Woods, US Open, Rory McIlroy to complete the Grand Slam. I saw Louis going, no chance. PGA. <laughs> PJ, you got Ram, and then the Open, you got Ram. So back to back majors for John Ram this year. Hey, Mark Hendry, we appreciate you coming on, mate. We'll let you go get into your practice. Thanks so much for all your help yesterday on the, on the range. I know you're busy, but I sat there watching your range, and oh my God, class. Just a little nice little draw. So, so good, mate. So pure. Thanks so much, and well done on last week's uh, event over the weekend. A tied six. You'd be proud of that. Cheers. All the best for the future, bud. Cheers, Lizzie. Awesome. There he is, Michael Hendry, talking golf. Mate, he's one of the good guys. I'm an absolute golf fan, fanatic, and I was yeah. just sitting there. He gave me a little tip, and then I just went down. I sat behind him on the range for about 30 minutes and just watched him flush it. And I was just like, and just their movements, like their body movement is just perfect. Every single time, it doesn't change. They're, they're finishing shot, they're, they're back pose, like they've, oh. Isn't it one of those things with, like, golf, is he? It is, you are good at, like, I am, so, for me, watching you play golf, is, for me, is like a, say, what, 30, 30 handicapper or whatever. Watching you play golf, I go, gee whiz, man, Izzy can absolutely flush it. You go watch Michael Hendry play golf, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Michael Hendry goes and watch Ryan Fox play golf, probably, or probably, you know, goes yeah. and watches um, John Rahm play golf, and he's like, Oh my, like that is some sort of swing. Isn't it incredible the tears, how good you can get? And it's one of those games that you will never master and the levels that there are to it. It's just the golfers, like the the, the difference, like from, from me 
to a professional golfer. Like, I can hit a, the old good shot, and I'm like, wow. And my technique will be perfect. But for a professional golfer, their technique and their swing and their their swing paths, their finish, their arch, you know, the way that they finish their rest of their hips, their back arch, like everything's perfect every single time. And that's why they don't um, they don't miss, mate. The flexibility on these players is must be out the gate. Like, he was telling me to do this shot, and I was like, well, Hendo, my, my hips don't move like that, mate. Like, honestly, I can't open up my hips and go with the arch back. Like, I'm that tight. It is, it is impossible. So, ah, oh, there you go. John Rahm winning two uh, uh, PGA in the open. Do you want to know mine? I've told you my name. Uh, Scheffler, McElroy, yeah. Homer, and Rahm. That's the tip sheet from Michael Hendry. Um, and that's a that's not a paid tipping service. That's SCNZ is in Kempe for breakfast. So you can thank us later. But double eight, double three. We've got a. I'm do not you kidding. Do. Oh, I mean, that might have was, sunk him. <laughs> Everything he, was he looking look good. Like, to he looked like it? a genius if he wins it though. 